Welcome to Gain That Tune. going on everybody it is game that tune back in the house once again mm, i'm feeling it tonight i think uh i think i think we're gonna have some good uh, good times tonight it's your boy john harrington here we got john regan with us say hey hey and we got david fleming say hey hey and we got david wyland say hey hey man we're doing it up right we're showing off a brand new uh, look on our live video stream. You should uh, you should be checking that out. You know, hopefully, uh, you know if you're listening in podcast form, you've uh, you know just I don't know. If you enjoy us in podcast form, keep enjoying us. We sound better in podcast form. But if you're watching us live, Johnny's got us looking real tight now, man. Great job, Johnny. Th- you know, a round of applause for Johnny. Hey. No, I just pulled it up. We do look really nice. Yeah, we look fucking great. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we look fancy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, uh, we don't frequently compliment Johnny. Uh, we listen to video game music and uh, try and guess the games based on the songs, uh, a little bit of trivia, goof off, have a lot of fun. And uh, winner at the end of the night gets to pick uh, or play some bonus tunes and pick the theme for the next uh, episode. And John Regan actually was our winner last week. So, uh, Johnny, what's the what's oh, yeah. the theme for tonight's show? Yeah, you forgot <laughs> that, didn't you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. The theme for this week's show is um, like non-mainstream games. Games that aren't part of like a mainstream type series. Mm-hmm. I like they it. They can be indie games. They can just be smaller series. Just, you know, no Mario's, no Sonic. Yeah, good. You know, it's, uh, you know, we've had a lot of Mario and Sonic on the show, so I was glad that you uh, glad you went with that theme. I was worried because last week we did Mario games. I was worried that John was going to you know, respond and be like, "Well, let's do Sonic games." <laughs> <laughs> I came it's, pretty uh, close. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> your your theme, uh, you know, your theme bag is not very deep, so I figured, uh, figured we're bound to get an all Sonic episode at some point. But uh, yeah, so we got you know some uh, some non flagship games. We got uh, you know five great games. We got a good fan request tonight. Um, I, I believe we got a great lightning round coming up. We're just gonna have a blast. And uh, Johnny, I say we jump into those tunes, baby. All right, pull up the lightning. I should make my <laughs> soundboard. Game there we go. one. Yes.
pretty nice. pretty darn like dope. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And And weird. <laughs> so, I bet you guys need trivia for this. Uh, yes, please. Yeah. So, a themed mission featuring numerous references to this game was released for what MMORPG from the same developer? Peaceful. Yeah. How's everybody feeling? <laughs> a guess. It's mostly a guess. Good. Guesses are good. And I'm, and I'm it, continuing to talk because nobody else is. It's those no answers that get you. <laughs> or those. Yeah. Every time I every time I try that no answer thing, it never gets me a point. I can't figure <laughs> out why. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it sometimes works for John Regan. He writes something so absurd that we have to give him a point. But no, uh, not this Crap, time. Crap, can do that? I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> so, uh -huh. what's, uh, what are the answers? Uh, let's see. John Regan says, what the fuck? Relaxing space drifting. Uh, almost. Uh, David Wyland said, that other game that Blizzard makes, no. And David Fleming says, Lost Vikings, also no. I realized that I probably should have played some of the more iconic music from this game, but uh, that's why you stick around for the bonus tunes, just in case I win. This is Burning Rangers for the Sega Saturn. Oh, yeah. how could you do Burning Rangers and not do Burning Rangers? Stick around for the bonus <laughs> tunes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I fucking love Burning Rangers. Uh, how many people here... Sega make? Uh, oh, Fantasy Star Online, is it? Yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
Yep. It's, uh, yeah, they released a downloadable mission for Fantasy Star Online where you're putting out fires and, like, <laughs> it plays the Burning Rangers theme song. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's dope. Awesome. I wish I had known about that in my GameCube days, because, you know, I would have, you know, otherwise I would have been terribly confused when I got to that mission. But, uh, yeah, so how many of us here, you know, remember, have fond memories of their Sega Saturn and playing Burning Rangers? I mean, oh, I played right? this game like every day. Show yeah, of hands. <laughs> everybody, heard, everybody knew about Burning Rangers before Sonic and All Stars Racing Transform came out, right? <laughs> right. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, it's strange, man. I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm sure that somebody, probably somebody listening to this show, has played this game at some point. I have not, obviously, because it's a Sega Saturn exclusive from 1998. Uh, apparently, it's one of the last games of the Sega Saturn's life cycle, uh, and you know, yeah, uh, I had no idea this game existed until Sonic and All Stars Racing Transform came out and had that Burning Rangers track, and I was like, "Wow, this is a really cool little track!" And that that theme song is fucking amazing. I should look up that soundtrack. Oh, it's full of uh, you know Japanese bangers. You say, hmm? <laughs> it's uh, just weird because you said. So- like you'd imagine a game about firefighters that sounds awesome and that sounds like the kind of thing that would like catch on and like be really cool but yeah no that's just because it was on the saturn yeah i think so man I, I was thinking i think this game was kind of ahead of its time or something because like you know it, one it came out for the sega saturn so it was doomed from the start but then two it just you know just by being a like 1998 3d you know like platforming slash firefighting game you know, it wasn't the right time for that. Like, I could see this coming out nowadays and being, like, beloved. Like, maybe it's just because I've been playing Splatoon all week, but it's like, just imagine, like, moving around instead of, you know, just covering things with ink, you're putting out fires. Like, you know, that's a great engine for a Burning Rangers remake. Can we get the Splatoon team on the, uh, on the new Burning Rangers, please? Like, you know, or, uh, you know. It would be pic- like Mario Sunshine, but with fire. Exactly. Instead of the beach, you're at a, you're on a burning space station. Like, it's just like Super Mario Sunshine, quite frankly. Um, but yeah, or, or <laughs> fucking uh, what was the other one I was thinking? Like, I was I was picturing it being done by like Platinum or something, like Wonderful 101 style on the Wii U. Like, have a Burning Rangers sequel that would have been on another doomed console, Wii U exclusive. <laughs> And just, you know, fucking ham it up, man. F- you know, filled with anime cliches and crazy Japanese butt rock bangers. And, you know, just have a bunch of action heroes putting out fucking fires and rescuing people. Like, it sounds like a game that should have come out, you know, sometime in the last five years. Not in 1998. Like, <laughs> it, uh, it was ambitious. And also kind of dumb, but, you know, I'm going to go with ambitious. <laughs> That's That was its downfall. Not that it was, you know, weird space firefighters. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I've been waiting to use this one on the show because I have very little to say about it because no one's ever played it, but that soundtrack, <laughs> man, you know, and that's, that's, uh, that's again why you should listen in podcast form because, you know, I did kind of the subtle, you know, mellower songs from the soundtrack. There's going to be better music behind us. Um, but yeah, uh, shit, there's, there's just, that's know. one of my favorite moments. I was watching a, like a panel video where they were interviewing team that did Sonic and All-Stars Racing and I think it was before I think it was after the first one came out and they were talking like being interviewed about DLC it's like well, what does everybody want to see and some guy in the back shouts Burning Rangers and you see like <laughs> all three developers like 
Burning Ranger? Seriously? Yeah. Did you just say really? Burning Rangers to us? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Security! <laughs> we got some kind of weird pervert in here. <laughs> I mean, it's just like Burning Rangers, get them out. And are confused about Burning Rangers. Yeah, That's exactly. how big this game is. That should tell you what, you know, <laughs> is this one of Sega's flagship series? No, no, it is not. They forgot that they made it. <laughs> 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 also, not a series. There was only one game, like... Uh, you know, quite frankly, I was surprised to find out that there was just no sequels to this. Like, you know, you would think they would have brought it back at some point besides being referenced in, you know, more popular games. Like, you know, Fancy Star Online Mission, cool. Burning Rangers track and Sonic and All-Stars Racing, great. Did you ever think that maybe you should do, a, like, a, a new sequel or something? No. You know, there's just some guy down in, like, you know, he's like the fucking office space, like, Milton of Sega, just, like, constantly making new Burning Rangers content. <laughs> it's like, hey, that's really great, Milton. We're going to make a racetrack out of it. <laughs> it's supposed to be the new Burning Rangers? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to have Sonic drive a car on it. You know, it'll be great. <laughs> and then he just burns the whole office to the ground one day. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has to be rescued by like, space firefighters. <laughs> This is one of those games, like, came out on the Saturn, cult classic, if anybody played it. Like, this is one of those games that feels like it should have some weird Japanese arcade sequel. Yes. And then, like, nobody ever hears about it again. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, I feel like it should be some kind of cult classic where, like, if you go to Japan and do karaoke, like, tops on everybody's karaoke list is, like, all the theme songs from this game. Like, it's secretly the most popular Japanese video game karaoke song. Uh, you know, I think we should take a trip to Tokyo, maybe for like the you know 2020 Olympics, and put that theory to the test. Just do Burning Rangers karaoke everywhere we possibly can. You know, I'm in favor of that. That's a uh, that's a new Patreon goal. Get get game that tune to the Japanese Olympics to do karaoke. You know, I'm you know I'm just saying that's uh, that's content people are after. It'd be dope. But uh, Johnny, you own a Sega Saturn. It's a uh, you know, Sega game. Say something about it. I've never played Burning Rangers. I'm still not 100% sure what it's about, even after talking about it just now. Like, Space firefighters, man. <laughs> There's a level where you get to ride a dolphin. You know. Yeah. yeah. Is that Echo? Uh, no, it's not. It's some other dolphin. <laughs> oh, okay. You know. It's a lot of space dolphins, apparently. It's just kind yeah. of a thing, I guess. Apparently, I'm kind of getting it wrong. It was, there was only, like, one level set in space. Like, it was, you know, there's only four levels to the game. And, like, three of them are on Earth, and then apparently the story's like, oh my god, there's a fucking, like, space station about to crash into the planet, and it's on fire. We gotta blast into space and save the Earth. It's like, that is some serious escalation. Like, they go from being normal futuristic robot firefighters to, oh shit, we gotta fly into space and fucking stop this thing Armageddon-style. Like, okay, fuck it. Burning Rangers, do your thing. Like, it's yeah, just what they do. That's your level progression. House, <laughs> yeah. office building, Dolphin forest, tank. space. Yes. <laughs> burning warehouse, burning office building, burning dolphin Uh, facility, and into space. And apparently you're going to fight a big rainbow monster at some point. Yeah, come on. Don't don't question it, man. That's that's just what firefighters do in the future. Okay, but but question though, uh, where's the water level? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's strange that there's a level that requires you to swim with a dolphin in a game about putting out fires. Like, (laughs) I was trying to make sense of that myself, watching videos of the game. It doesn't quite add up. Like, you need to swim through the water to get to the next fire, and the dolphin's gonna show you where to go. Burning Rangers, come on, man! This is only level two, and you're losing me. Like, <laughs> you crazy game, you. Ugh. But uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's crazy late '90s, just weirdness, and you know, 
I love the soundtrack. I'd like to play it at some point, but I know that's uh, literally impossible. So it'll just be uh, just be one of those games that uh, <laughs> yeah, exists uh, in the internet's memory, kind of. So, Johnny, anything else on Burning Rangers? <laughs> I got nothing. Fuck yeah, man. I think that we need to, uh, as they say in the rap song, move on to the next stage. Or the next phase? Crap, I'm already forgetting the lyrics to my favorite Burning Rage song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just need the bonus two. tunes. <laughs> Adventurous. Very yeah. horny. Okay, are you ready for some uh, trivia? I uh, guess, please. Born ready. There is a uh, weapon you get from Stone Man in Mega Man 5. Uh, <laughs> the name of his weapon is also the name of this game. It is unknown if this is intentional or not. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs>
All right. Well, he's got some answers, Mega Man Five fans. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's Damn see it. from oh man from David and John. We have Power Stone, which is correct. And from David W, we have Tornado Tanyan, which I wish was correct. That's uh, pretty good, but it's not. <laughs> well done on the uh, on the Tim Allen sound there. I really got to remember to have my Tornado Tunyon sound pulled up. You know, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I got to remember where I put that. Everyone <laughs> wait while John gets his Tornado Tunyon pulled up. No, it's gonna it's gonna uh, take hours. It'll be it'll be ready by the end of the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, so yeah, yeah, that was Power Stone for Dreamcast. Hell yeah. Uh, I don't know what that is. So Johnny, go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> It's a uh, it's a fighting game that was I believe it was developed for arcades on that like there's a there's an arcade cabinet that's basically just like an arcade Dreamcast and then it was ported to the Sega Dreamcast. Um, it's a fighting game, and I remember when this came out, this fighting game was like fucking awesome. Uh, so it's my it's a fighting game that's played in a top down isomorphic perspective, where you can run hmm. around the room and jump up on ledges and tables and shit and beat oh. each other up. And those. I, I, up until then, I'd never seen a fighting game like that. You know, even the 3D ones, you generally still stay on the floor. Like, the idea of jumping up and getting into the rafters and things like that was so crazy to me. It's like, oh, this is what's actually like the fighting bars. You know, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a whole new dimension of fights. <laughs> Literally. I'm actually, no, I, I really felt like it was like, I'm actually taking advantage of the third dimension. Because most of the time with the three dimensions, like... It's kind of three dimensions, but you're really mostly moving in two. Um, mm -hmm. You know, this one's like no, it's like no full 3D fighting. It's awesome. Uh, and then there's the whole power stone aspect, which is that you can collect. Uh, I think it's three power stones in the fight, and then you power up into like a more crazy form and just beat the shit out of everybody. Love it. And um, yeah, and I like I said, I have it on Dreamcast. I, I actually haven't played it as much as most of my other Dreamcast games, but it's. I think this came out like right when the Dreamcast came out. This is one of the early Dreamcast games uh, made by Capcom, and uh, it's awesome. And everyone should play it. Game three. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to give us something to riff on here. You can't just game three. It's just like that, Johnny. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who's your favorite character in Power Stone? <laughs> oh man, probably. Uh, Vargas, <laughs> final Vargas. Like, there's he's a secret character you can play as, where you just keep hitting right and you eventually get to him. <laughs> like he's just off screen, and oh, he's okay. basically just this, this giant blob that like I don't think I, I never figure out how to, how to actually beat him. <laughs> so when I play hmm. as him, you just win. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> All right, yeah. Now I'm having to look stuff up. How are you not mentioning the fact that one of the characters is named Edward Falcon? Oh yeah. Or there's a guy named Wang Tang. <laughs> John, focus. <laughs> I forgot uh, to look up the fighter names before doing this. <laughs> oh, that guy looks weird. Final Valgus. That should yeah. that should be our fucking lightning round. Is the ten characters of Power Stone: Edward Falcon, <laughs> Wang Tang, Ryoma, Ayami, Rouge. Probably not Sonic's Rouge. Uh, <laughs> Jack. Gun rock, which sounds like a rock holding a gun, so maybe like a, I mean, like a thug it ass. It fucking might be. I don't know. Like I don't know if it's going I'm just gonna assume it is. With two guns, uh, Galuda, <laughs> the Kraken, Vargas, and Apollos. John, how are you not talking about all these? This is your favorite power. This is your favorite game. 
Uh, I never said it was my favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> sure you did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, yeah. Uh, you know, I've always known the name Power Stone, but I had no idea what this was. <laughs> you know, and I've known that Power Stone was uh, Stone Man's weapon in Mega Man Five. So thanks for that. <laughs> you know, because otherwise, yeah, I had nothing on this. Like, <laughs> I want to get some points on the board. I love the true um, form for this like episode about like forgotten series and like non flagship series. We've led off with a Saturn and a Dreamcast game. <laughs> like we're doing <laughs> really fucking great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hitting, che- you know, just checking all the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um. Yeah, man. You know, if if somebody else doesn't have something to say about this, you know, Power Johnny Stone must be fired from the show. Fun. I've played it a little bit, not as much as John, apparently. Um, but no, it's like 3D beat em up the fighter. Mm. Right. Like, it has, like, that kind of... Like, if you can imagine, like, a 3D beat em up where you're just, like, going around in all directions and everything, but it's a fighting game. Love and, it. like, jumping all over the stage is really fun. And if I'm not mistaken, they're... Each stage has like a gimmick, or they have like barrels or boxes, and you can pick them up and throw them at people. Sweet. Yeah, John, back of... me up on this. <laughs> yes, you can pick things up and throw them at people. Uh, that was also, yeah. like I said, the whole bar fight aspect. Like this is great. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like 3D Smash Brothers in that like frantic fun, go like yeah. bounce all around the stage four-player chaos. I like it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any time I've played one of those, like, full 3D fighters, and I feel like one of the only ones I played was on, like, PS2. It was, like, the, like an Inuyasha fucking 3D fighting oh, yeah. game. And it was just okay. Not great. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of any other time that I've played a game like this. And I'm coming up pretty empty. I'm a, I'm a 2D kind of fighting guy. So, you know, the whole... I don't know. Run around an arena and you know escape from uh, escape from people. That was just never my style. I want to walk right up to you and you know punch, 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 punch. You know Mortal Kombat <laughs> style. I want to I want to bicycle kick you. I don't want you to be able to get away from me. <laughs> like, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, are they still making Power Stone games? Is it is it even a series? <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't think they still there's, make them. I think there's two games. Yes, both on Dreamcast. Sweet. <laughs> End of series. Good for it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two Power Stone games on the Dreamcast, so no, it's not a series. Uh, <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, yeah, man. Uh, it's up to you, Johnny. Either we're moving on, or uh, you're going to finally say what you really love about Power Stone. Game 3.
Cool. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it. It's yeah. soothing. so funny <laughs> <laughs> nothing to worry about yeah. why are we all laughing um so <laughs> i do believe since nobody is stepping up to the plate that this is our fan request for the evening is it not johnny it is it is our fan request for the evening and it's a good one man uh thanks to uh you know dell uh, at delicious underscore hikari on twitter for the fan request even though it was late he gets request priority because he is a fantastic patron over at our patreon patreon.com slash game that tune so uh, <laughs> trivia for this game uh, a sequel was planned for this game and actually shown at tokyo game show 2006 but after a troubled development cycle was further complicated by the 2011 tohoku earthquake the game was canceled no one's gonna get this So and so high in 
So, let's see some incorrect answers, unless you googled some key phrases from this game. Because I don't think anybody has ever heard of this game. But I wish I had, because reading about this game, it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, David Wyland says, slow jams the game. Uh, you know, close. Very close. <laughs> 
John Regan says, my fucking jam. And, uh, you know, that might be accurate for him. And uh, <laughs> David says, "Win beneath my wings." The game, that's uh, that's pretty you know pretty apt. But no, this is uh, this is a strange kind of late era PS2 game called Steambot Chronicles, also also known oh, as of course. Bumpy Trot in uh, in Japan. Bumpy um, Trot. Bumpy Trot. Which cool. you know, this sounds mildly offensive. I don't know. That's yeah, supposed to mean. That sounds erotic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know why the Japanese called it that. It's a very strange name for a game. I, you know, I can't imagine how this got lost in the shuffle. With a name like Bumpy Trot, that just jumps right off the shelf at you. <laughs> but um, it, yeah, man, it's a, uh, it's like a, a PS2, uh, like kind of open world-ish uh, game. For, this is you know all based on things I've read today about this game and a couple of little videos. But it's like a steampunk, uh, steampunk kind of open world game. Uh, and you, instead of cars, you, uh, you're manning like mech suits that look like classic cars. So it's kind of like you know, like Transformer, uh, like steampunk robot suits, which uh, looks pretty fucking dope. Like <laughs> you know, you can take these things and you know get them all modded out and set them up with missiles and all kinds of crazy fighting stuff. And there's fucking you know robot or like there's car mech suit battles in the game. And uh, I was reading about it, and uh, apparently it's just this really fucking, like, underrated game that, you know, nobody fucking knew about, especially here in America. But they were saying it's kind of like Grand Theft Auto if there was absolutely nothing, like, psychopathic about it. Like, it's just a really, like, fun, upbeat game. It's got a cel-shaded art style, and it's just, like, this weird steampunk world with all kinds of side quests and characters and... Uh, that last song was one of the songs that you can perform in the game. You you know play as a guy who wants to join a band, and you know you uh, you eventually get to join the band, and you know they have like little piano practice, like almost like you know little light guitar hero mini games to practice your way oh, into cool. the band and shit. Like it just it looks so charming, man. I'm really pissed that I'd never heard of this game. <laughs> like, yes, this sounds really nice. Yeah, the artwork for it, it's just like. It's like two cute anime characters sitting next to a robot mech suit, and the guy's playing a harmonica, and the girl's just kind of giving him a look. I'm like, this is everything I want in a game. Like, they're having a picnic with their mech suit, and he's playing harmonica. Like, that's... 2005 me needed this game. (laughs) Easy listening music, steampunk, open world... I want this game <laughs> so bad. I want it real yeah, bad. Like, God damn, yeah, you actually, know. that's, like, made for you, basically. Yeah, no, I, I really, we don't condone piracy on this game, but, Johnny, we will be discussing how to burn PS2 games after the show, because, okay. uh, yeah, I want this game in my PS2, which still works. So, you know, gonna need a, gonna need a little bumpy trot in my life. Yeah, I'm gonna call you it Bumpy it. Trot too. Steambot Chronicles is a fine name, but Bumpy Trot. There's just something so funny about that name. <laughs> like, I really well, enjoy like, it. N- yeah. knowing that it's mechs now, it kind of makes sense because like you're kind of like like bumping along in like a big fucking like robot with feet. I'm sure that's <laughs> so, where that comes from. Like, maybe. You know, yeah. <laughs> something that- got lost in translation when they tried to like. Okay, what about like. What, what's a word for, like, unsteady walking? Like, puppy trot, fuck it. Yeah. Name. Put it in there. I mean, because, like, this is, time has proven that it's fine having a really kind of weird name, like, like a Katamari Damacy, you know? Um, yes. I feel like I could have, if I went to, like, a Blockbuster and I saw this game on the shelf called Bumpy Trot, I'd be like, I gotta investigate this. <laughs> like, and I yeah. would no, rent it and see what it's about. 
that's the thing. Honestly, if you know, if they had stuck with the Japanese like artwork and stuff, I probably you know, if I had been looking for it at Blockbuster, I probably would have grabbed it. But like the American art style, it's like you know, it's got the anime characters on the front, and it's got what looks like a uh, you know Optimus Prime, but like made out of a pickup truck in the background. It's called Steambot Chronicles. It doesn't really grab your eye, but like if I walked through Blockbuster and there was a really cute anime-looking thing where it's a guy playing a harmonica on top of a fucking you know, like robot truck. Okay, that's way more up my alley. <laughs> like, yeah. See, I I respectfully disagree, and maybe this is just difference of personal opinions. Because I'm looking at the American box art now, and I nice. see like the anime guy with the goggles, like okay, cool. And then I see the anime girl behind with the microphone singing, it's like okay, that's interesting. Yeah. And then I see a giant like mech suit made out of a car with an arm cannon, but like the the top torso part of the car is the front or the part of the mech suit is the front of the car and the way that it's angled, you've got the two headlights and the bumper. So it looks like he has this like slightly angry <laughs> frowny face. It's a good it's like, look. Okay, I want to put, I mean, it looks like when they try to make Kirby badass for America. Yes. Like it looks like that. It's like, it's so precious, but he looks like he's angry. Yeah. <laughs> he took something really cute and made, you know, it's like an angry truck robot. Like, okay. It's a really pissed off marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's mad about. Keep angry he's, eyebrows. Yeah, but yeah, no. I mean, that's the thing. It's fine. But like I'm saying, if it was, you know, if if the game really conveyed, this is a you know cute, colorful game in which you're a guy playing a harmonica, and also there's robot trucks in it. I would have been like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but uh, you know, obviously, it went overlooked by me, and I assume everybody else in the entire United States of America, and a good portion of Japan. And then yeah, the uh, the company that made it, uh, Irem. Um, I don't know if you guys know them, but uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they were originally, like, some of the original guys that made, like, uh, like, Gradius? Gradius? Oh. Or no, excuse me. Not, excuse me. I was about to get that severely wrong. R-Type. Uh, you know, they were a game company dating back to R-Type, and then they closed up after that fucking earthquake in 2011, and stopped making, uh, stopping in video games, and true to Japanese form, they focused on... Slot machines and pachinko, baby. So, you know, thanks, yeah. Irim. You know, you had almost a full sequel to this game just sitting in production, and now it's probably somewhere in like a fucking pachinko machine. Like, there's a robot truck pachinko machine that nobody knows about. It's like, this is a lot of fun, and that is a really cute truck. Oh, I just won a bunch of money. Oh, good. Well, see you later. <laughs> yes, but what if you hit the jackpot and the pachinko machine becomes a robot and befriends Ooh. you? See, that would be fantastic. Yeah, you hit the jackpot, it spits out a bunch of money, turns into a machine, turns into like a walking robot, plays you a harmonica song. You know, like I'm into it. I, I'm, I'm I in haven't it. seen the movie Big Hero Six, but I think that's a plot to it. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> something See, about I the proliferation of, of you know, Japanese gambling machines. I, I really wasn't paying attention to the movie. But. See, this is what the Transformers film franchise has been lacking. Harmonica players. Yes. And Pachinko, apparently. Transformers has been lacking any kind of robot with even just, like, a fucking modicum of chill. Like, it just, you know... It's got to be constant swords and slashing and energy beams and Kelsey Grammer with Transformers. And nobody takes the time to, you know, take one of those fucking Transformers out into a field 
have a picnic and like just you know fucking play a little guitar for it like they just need to have a you know one transformer sequel where it's nothing but downtime <laughs> and that would just repair the whole series <laughs> like oh you I'm know just, is, I'm just picture of fucking bot playing no, wonderwall you want to get lunch <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> I would, you know, that would be so awesome if like halfway through you see explosions in the distance like what's that no 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 no! i just got tuned up come on yeah, come on. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> we're not going man it's our day off you know we're just gonna <laughs> just gonna take it easy you know mark Wahlberg and fucking optimus prime sitting in a field just enjoying a nice picnic lunch would watch um <laughs> But yeah, that is but, a problem for the Beast Wars, is what that is. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Leave the action to the Beast Wars. <laughs> yeah, like, it's Optimus cool. There's Prime. like a fucking tiger bot. Like he's got this shit, man. I just want to fucking jam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to just put on a little bit of you know Jack Johnson music and go to the spa or some shit. You know, how about that? You know, so, Bumblebee just takes a day off, smokes a joint. Like you know, let's let's have that movie. <laughs> so Kelsey well, we Grammer <laughs> is in Transformers. How long has yeah, he been he, in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> he was the villain in the fourth movie, I think, and I don't think he survived the movie. So. Oh, man. Because like I said, he told me that, I'd go watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a Sideshow Bob bot? I, I thought the same thing. I was like, damn, dude, Dr. Fraser Crane is just not having this robot war on his planet. And it's like, wow, this is actually really fucking bad. Like, God damn it. Wait, um, whoa, whoa, hold on. A Transformers yeah. film? A live-action Transformers film was bad. Yeah, you know. shocked I say. I don't. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> See, but that's the thing. I thought that you know, Kelsey Grammer could up. save it. <laughs> like, if if Kelsey Grammer can't save the Transformers franchise from you know awfulness and you know, I don't know who I don't know who can. You know, I don't. I don't know, man. I think you'd have to fuck up pretty bad to make giant robots punching each other stupid. And they've done it consistently and thoroughly. <laughs> just waiting for, like, crickets, like, sound effect, I don't know, something. I, yeah. I, mean, I, I feel like five for five. I just sat there I mean, for a solid few seconds trying to figure out, like, what sound cue is David trying to get me to play right now? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> something. There, no, anyway. there's one obvious sound cue. There is, and I unfortunately forgot to load it up before the show. Oh. God damn, John. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that's coming in post. Uh, but, we'll get um, it in post, right? It's all good. Anyway, <laughs> fuck Transformers, but yes to Steambot Chronicles. Yes, Bumpy Trot. You know, quite, quite frankly, they need to, you know, next summer, no more Transformers movies. Let's get that big, big budget live action Bumpy Trot movie. Like, would watch. Just, you know, picture that coming on, like, you know, you're going to see Star Wars this December, and there's a trailer, and it's just, you know, really well-meaning fucking steampunk robot cars, and, like, nice, pleasant music, and then, you know, the fucking announcer, Bumpy (laughs) Trot. Yeah, I'm imagining, like, I'm imagining, like, a Transformers trailer, like, with with the quick cuts and the explosions and the robots punching each other, and then fade to black, title screen. Bumpy Trot. Bumpy <laughs> It's, you know, it it would get people's attention. It's like, you know, everybody would be like, Transformers 6, eh? Oh, God damn, I'm gonna fucking, you know, just go to sleep over here. And then it's like, Bumpy Trot. <laughs> just, well, that's such an audacious name, I can't help but go see that movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> Title know. Bumpy Trot, preferably with dubstep. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, yes. Um, so anyway, fuck yeah, thanks again to Dell for the request. Uh, good request. You know, he always, he requests some, you know, great games, interesting games. Usually it's like, oh, well, that's a, that's a game that exists, I guess. Nobody's heard of it. This one, it's like, I'm really upset that I didn't know about this game. <laughs> like, no, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Oh, it sounds fucking cool as shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we're all going to seek out Bumpy Trot and, uh, you know, play the shit out of it, man. I think, uh, I think this just needs to become a Bumpy Trot uh, podcast going forward. So, um, John, let's play uh, play the next game. Uh, it's it's Bumpy Trout again, right? Uh, yes, it is. All right, uh, good. <laughs> friendly. Just as we leave the fan request, I think it's a we it's a good time to give out a friendly reminder that you can get preference in uh, fan requests uh, if you subscribe to our Patreon. Just another reminder in case people missed it earlier. Okay. Game four. Cool. Shameless. Fun soundtrack.
Oh, that's fun. Do you remember those 90s Heineken ads? That's what I'm thinking no. of. Yes. <laughs> 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 uh, I was just to say, who else felt like that song went on for 15 minutes? You know, <laughs> is that just me? <laughs> okay. All right, you guys ready for some trivia? Yes, please. Yes. Please. Um, I had some trouble finding some for this game, but uh, this is the fourth game made by this company, and uh, the narrator in this game is actually uh, the same narrator as another game of theirs. That helps at all. It doesn't. Also, I have streamed this game in the past. Probably not, though. It's it's kind of a weird one. But... Don't be Shit. offended. I've, I've never seen you stream. Well. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, so, John Harrington says Monkey Island or some shit, which is incorrect. Uh, John Regan says uh, Heineken adds the game, which is incorrect. David Fleming says Pit People, which is correct. This is the uh, fourth game from uh, Behemoth Studios, the guys that did Castle Crashers. Uh, uh, and also, uh, let's see, Castle Crashers, Alien Castle Hominid. And Battle Block Theater. Yeah, Battle Block Theater, which is the uh, same game that has the same narrator as this one. Uh, Stampy, I think it's the guy's name. The elephant uh, from The Simpsons? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a pretty ridiculous game, though. It's basically, it's like equal parts Fire Emblem, Pokemon... And a couple of like things just kind of mashed together, like uh, your post-apocalyptic Earth, um, a giant space bear smashed into the planet, and now it's like you're just running around trying to kind of survive, and like the aliens' like space bear blood makes everything like terrible, and like it's mutated people or something. 
and it's like, uh, it basically, like, uh, it's turn-based combat. Most of the game, you run around, you can fight people. If you buy a cage in town, you can use that to capture the last guy on the enemy team, and then use him to fight with you next time. So basically, it's like, you just beat up the other guys and just, like, cage them and just make them basically gladiator slaves for you. <laughs> hmm. It's a, yeah, it's a it, fucking weird game. It's cool it, as hell, though. <laughs> it's like a weird action beat em up RPG thing. Yeah, kind of. It's, um... I don't know, it's, it's like, equal parts, like, XCOM, Fire Emblem, Pokemon, and then it's just, like, their weird-ass humor just thrown in on top of that, too. It's, it's actually a really good mix. I like it a lot. Yeah, because listen to the music, it's like, this, this kind of sounds like behemoth because oh, i have yeah. not i've not played this one but i love alien hominid love castle crushers um and battle block theater it's like this kind of sounds like them it's like I, did they do another game it's like oh yeah it's this weird mashup okay i wonder if that's it this is the fourth game hell yeah, yeah bingo <laughs> Yeah, apparently it was, well it was called Game 4 when they were still in, like, pre-production for it, which is kind of funny. <laughs> well, because I think either Castle Crashers or Battle Block Theater, when they were in production, the name of it was, like, New Game. Yeah, which is very unoriginal, but then the rest of it, like, once they actually make it, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, James Bond movies are like that. When they're in early development, they're just called, like, James Bond 30. <laughs> well observed, John. Thank you for that tidbit. <laughs> you know, if if we could steer it away from pit people to James Bond, I would have so much to say, but we're not going to do that. You know, even though they did just announce that they're making Bond twenty five, no further details. Shit, that really? cool. You know, but you know, it's coming. But yeah, no, uh, continue on That's pit cool, people. But I have nothing. We'll talk about that next time we do like a, a 007 game or something, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's so many left that we want to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have, have we? actually covered the two James Bond games worth talking about? I think so. <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> Maybe one more, like, you know, just one of those, like, you know, like the misguided Wii, GoldenEye, Rogue Agent, or something like that. Maybe at some point, but, like, no. Like, the other three GameCube uh, 007s? No, we're not going to talk about those. Like, yes. <laughs> Um, it was, like this, this game is fucking crazy. Like uh, it's it's a lot of fun. You can do a two player, either local or co op, um, like online or against each other. Um, it's like a lot of it is like uh, right now. There's just like an arena in town because they haven't actually finished the entire game yet. It's still in early access. That's what I was I gonna ask. Sure Has this game cool even enough? come out? It's come out. It's been out for about six, eight months now or so. Yeah. Um, they've just been adding stuff to it slowly over time. In like, the story mode for the game is still being made, but the actual, like, online multiplayer itself, you can still do a lot of things with. Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty yeah. cool, though. Like, um, it's a lot of just, like, arena combat and stuff, because it's, you know, it's a pit, and your people in the pit. Uh -huh. It's your pit people. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just want to say, every, every time I hear the name pit people, like, that really sounds like some kind of indie band name to me. Like, I yeah. think... I, I think can I, see that, yeah. I think a passion yeah. pit, I think. I was going to say, you know? it's not oh, passion yeah. pit. It's a good band, actually. Yeah. They're fucking, like, crazy happy music. <laughs> yeah, if you just played some passion pit music, I would have been like, oh, I know this is passion pit, but... No. <laughs> okay. So I'm trying to think of like some of the characters you can get. Uh, so there's humans, obviously, that just have you know like boring human weapons, like clubs and maces and stuff. You can get uh, cyclopses, which are just like big beefy ass humans. They look kind of like when you eat the sandwich in Castle Crashers, and okay. you turn into like beefcake mode and just start smashing shit. Smashing bastards. Yeah. Um, 
There's also things called, uh, Spidars, or, like, Spidars. It's like a spider centaur, which is horrifying, and it's kind of awesome. Isn't and you can, just... like, throw guys on its back and have them ride into combat like that. <laughs> so, just for our listeners out there who have no idea about early access games, um, so you actually pay for this, even though it's still, yeah. you know, in development. Uh... You know, yeah, it's, and it's just being updated periodically, so like you, you know, you're not going to have to rebuy the game whenever it actually uh, gets finished, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's kind okay. of like um, like when Minecraft first came out, you paid like 15 bucks, right. and then you just get the updates forever from there. Hmm. Like it's actually kind of become a thing for PC gaming, like for smaller companies that can't really afford to like put all the money up themselves yeah, for it. Actually, it's like hey, game. we're going to give you like the alpha build of the game or something like that. Give us like 15 bucks, and then when the game is fully out, you just have the whole game. But you're getting it very early, so it's like it's not totally done yet, but it's still like enough that you can play it for several hours at least and have fun with it. Right. I was gonna say it seems like if I downloaded a game like super early and played it, I would never like I'd be done with it at some point and never go back and play the finished game. <laughs> like I would forget all well, about it. It's like well, well I've kind of been doing that with this game a little bit. Like. <laughs> I, like, I think I took, like, a four or five month hiatus from it and then came back, and, yeah. like, they added a bunch of new shit to it, so it was a lot of fun to just jump back into it again. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I bought Minecraft, you know, in a similar early access thing, right, back, you know, early on, and that's how they kind of keep coming back in, is by adding new stuff all the time. Right. Um, so that's the thing, you would play it, but then, like, I don't know, maybe next month, like, oh, there's all these new features, you're like, oh, shit, okay, let me go check this out. Um, yeah, it's like, I've been playing Minecraft since, like, 2010, and it's, like, fucking seven years later, I'm like, how the hell did that happen? I'm still liking this game. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, like, um, I know Kerbal Space Program did that, too, and they're finally a complete game now. But, like, you know, it's, like, very early, like, hey, make a rocket, shoot into space, blow up some space frogs. And it's, like, now they're actually, like, fully fleshed out with, like, a solar system and shit, so. Yep. Seems so like, it's, it's an interesting thing that PC games can do. Seems like uh, something, like, a company like the Behemoth should actually have the backing of another company where they can actually put out a finished game at some point, so they can make more than four <laughs> games in their entire history. Uh, but, you know, that, that's just me spitballing there. Like, the guys make good creative games. Seems like they should be able to, you know, hire a bigger team and, uh, you know, make games more on the reg. It's almost like they're, like, the Venture Brothers of fucking, you know, video games. <laughs> but, uh... Ouch. <laughs> hey, I love the Venture Brothers. <laughs> but uh, no, that's yeah. actually like a really good. It takes them a long fucking time to make it's like a really make good, a season high of the quality show. stuff <laughs> that just takes forever to do. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, just somebody give fucking Behemoth some money so they can make you know a game every you know two years instead of every however many it takes. I mean, Alien Omni came out in like 2003, right? Like, I think they've so, only made three yeah, games yeah. since then. Like, you know, I had a hurry up, and, like a. <laughs> Yeah, I remember, like, Castle Crashers, I had on the 360 when it was, like, kind of newish. So, like, yeah. it's a fucking while ago now. It's like an Xbox Live Arcade <laughs> launch game. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm not joking. <laughs> God. So, yeah, somebody get this company some money so they can crank games out just a little bit faster. That's uh, that's all I'm saying. So, uh, anyway, man, anything else on uh, anything else on Pit People? <laughs> uh, it's a really cool game. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say, new Patreon goal: give yeah. us money to give to the Behemoth yeah. to make more games. Yeah, yeah we'll we give it to him. We show up at the Behemoth's place. It's like we don't make much on Patreon, but we wanted you to have it so you can finally finish fucking pit people and move on to something else. Come on, man. You know, the Behemoth will be like, "Oh, thanks, man. We'll take like twenty extra dollars a month. That's really nice of you." 
That was an amazing, like, needle drop cue in speech. Like, hey, we got this money for you to finish a fucking game. Yeah, finish that shit, bitch. <laughs> Get back in there. Why are you talking to me? Go finish the game. Um, but anyway, great pick. Uh, Johnny, let's, uh, let's keep going, man. Game 5.
That was pretty fancy for like a like a chip tune song. That's pretty yeah. awesome. That's pretty good. good. So, who would like a little trivia for this game? Me, please. Oh, yes. please. All right. So, the original Japanese version of this game uh, featured two playable characters. Player one was female. Player two was male. The Western versions replaced both characters with male characters. However, this game has been referenced and the main character has made cameo appearances in other games. And it's always the female main character, which confused the hell out of me when I played the NES version of this. So um, I don't know if it will help now, but I forgot to mention uh, the cameo appearances include the original Marvel vs. Capcom, uh, Namco Cross Capcom, and SNK's Card Fighters series. Well, it's much too late for that to be helpful. I have an answer. I don't think it's right, but I have an answer. Yeah, I'm not right. 
Let's, let's see those answers. Holy shit. Sean Harrington says Gargoyles Quest 2. Incorrect. David Wyland says Tim Allen Grunt with a shrimp emoji. Sean Regan is correct with legendary wings. Yeah! Wow. John. Wow. Well done. I did not be unprecedented. I did Google, but you know what I Googled? I Googled legendary wings. I'd say a you know confirming Google is pretty acceptable, but yeah, just you know, doing the shit move of like, you know, NES game female character like you know, Western changes. Like, yeah, no, just um, you know, fucking shot in the dark Googling, not acceptable. <laughs> So, this is Legendary oh, Wings. Gotta... Specifically, this is the NES version. Um, right. And the reason that I say specifically the NES version is I didn't want to pull the arcade music, and also because the composers are Tamayo Kawamoto, but the NES version also had Minami Matsume, who is well known for composing oh. the original Mega Man. Yes. Nice. Good for them. Fuck also, yeah, I think a uh, friend of the show, Patrick Perkins, is losing his damn mind on Facebook right now. <laughs> because I Probably got as surprised right. as we were that John Regan got something. John Regan got it right when no one else did. That really just doesn't happen. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, we'll have to go back and log through 70 episodes of Game That Tune, but this might be a Game That Tune first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might be. I love it, man. It, you know, I can, I can easily consult. I can easily consult our stats department to see uh, see games where John got a point and no one else did. I would, you know, I love it. Um, oh, so anyway, God. yeah, um, I've never uh, I know of Legendary Wings, but I always just thought it was like Capcom ripping off Kid Icarus just based on like the artwork. It looked like you know, <laughs> here's a here's kind of Kid Icarus with a gun. Uh, go nuts, like, but. I have no idea what the game actually is. So, um, I played this game a lot when I was a kid. Actually, my cousin had it for NES, and then was giving away a bunch of games. And the funny story is, I wanted this game because I thought it was Kid Icarus, because it was just like a big, like a shoebox of NES games. And I kind of thumped yes. him, like, yeah, whatever. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw like flying action pose with wings, like, oh, Kid Icarus! I've rented this game. I love this game. So I grabbed it. It's like, wait, no, this isn't. Oh, but um. Legendary Wings is awesome. It's it's a scrolling shooter, which is kind of why I picked this. Uh, it's a game I really like, but I feel like it really fits the theme. Because when you think Capcom, you don't usually think scrolling shooters. But if no, you do think no, you scrolling do shooters in Capcom, <laughs> you usually think of like 1942. Yeah. So like, even if you're thinking about Capcom shooters, you still don't go to Legendary Wings. <laughs> Like, it's as non-flagship no, as yeah, you can possibly get. at all. Um, <laughs> but there, it's got two different modes. Uh, it's vertical scrolling, and then when you go into a temple or a cave, it changes to a horizontal side-scrolling. Uh, you play as right. either Michelle Hart or the guy who I can't... His name I can't remember. Um, Brett it's Hart. Like a, it, I wish. It's like a weird... Brett <laughs> It's like a weird post-apocalyptic ancient Greece world, so it's sort of like robot Greek monsters, temples, 
type. That almost sounds like sexist, because they have, like, the main character's name is Apollo, and it's got a bunch of weird, like, robot, but kind of, like, Greeky things, too. Yeah, you're like, you're flying with these wings, and it kind of gives you that Icarus vibe, but then your character has an assault rifle. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Taking down robot um, minotaurs and, you know, flying clo too close to the sun. Wait, nope, that's Icarus. Never mind, this is legendary wings. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, like the, the stage one boss is a dragon. Not really like cool. a mecha version, just like a regular dragon. Um, and I cool. remember when you power up, like the more power-ups you collect, the stronger you get, obviously. And the final mode, you become, I think they call it Phoenix, and you kind of glow and shimmer in this like yellow thing and instead of shooting like a spread shot you shoot one shot but it extends out and it arcs across like a quarter of the screen and instead of taking one hit to kill you it takes like five hits to kill you hmm. sounds pretty cool cool <laughs> yeah it's just it's it's a really fun scrolling shooter um it's a good arcade style shoot 'em up Nobody's ever heard of it. <laughs> yeah, no. Apparently, I, I was looking apparently up. John Regan. <laughs> yeah, John, how did you do that? <laughs> well, I actually rented this as a kid, and I remember playing the shit out of it and loving it. Um, I still remember it was with, it was when I lived in Gainesville, uh, and it was with like my best friend at the time, Paul. We just rented this on a whim, and I remember taking it home and being like, this is fucking amazing. Like, this game's great. <laughs> I, I've always really liked Legendary Wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was looking it up just to get the copyrights right for the end of the show, and I'm like, oh, 1986 Capcom? God damn, no. I, you know, mm -mm. Too uh, <laughs> too early for me. <laughs> and I remember really like... liking it. Uh, I remember really getting kicked out of the fact that it was a shmup, but, like, you're people. <laughs> like, you're not a plane. You know, you guys are wings. <laughs> yeah. like, it's a radical like, change. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I remember freaking out because it's like a scrolling shooter but then you get sucked into a cave and it goes sideways. And that kind of blew my mind. Because there's also a weird animation, cool, like if you bomb the ground and find a hidden cave or the end of the first stage, there's like a giant temple face and the mouth opens up and it sucks you in. So you fly into this underground temple and then it shifts to this side-scrolling perspective. And I remember that really threw me. It's pretty sweet, man. So, and, and it's still a sh it's still a shooter at that point, though. It's, but it's a side-scrolling yeah. shooter. Cool. And the cool thing is, it's not like a platform shooter. Like you can touch the ground and walk around, but then if you jump <sighs> up, you just start hovering, and then you're still like free to move about the screen. Okay. That's cool as hell. Yeah, I was gonna say that that would be pretty funny if they had. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a scrolling shooter through a cave, and you're playing as you know a guy with wings, but you blow up if you touch the floor. <laughs> like, you know, I'm glad they thought of that. Like, actually, wait, no, he he's not a plane. He should be able to stand <laughs> if he needs to. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's yeah, it's different, but we'll try it. Like, <laughs> okay, you're you're in the cave. Now you're on the ground, running around. It's like, no, I I have wings. <laughs> if I jump, I should fly. <sighs> yeah, we should keep that. Yeah. Yeah, good thinking. <laughs> yeah. But, um, cool, man. You know, nice pick. You know, anything that makes John seem uh, competent, this, competent at this game is, uh, it's a good pick for the show. You know, I'm just, I think we're all just kind of like gobsmacked over it. It's like, wait a minute, none of us got it right, but John, what's what going fuck? on? <laughs> How absurd. Yeah, um, and the main character, Michelle Hart, she... She pops up in Namco Cross Capcom. She's one of the assist characters in the original Marvel vs. Capcom. 
Which brings us into our lightning round. Lightning round! Wow. Nice. That is wow. that is your Patreon dollars at work giving us <laughs> new HD versions of our jingles. Ugh. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Ones, that I, ones that I didn't record in five seconds. <laughs> so, fuck yeah, man. The lightning round, what do we got? Yeah. So, a lightning round not our, done by me. <laughs> so, for our lightning round, Michelle Hart makes a cameo as a briefly playable character in the original Marvel vs. Capcom. There have been a shit ton of characters throughout the Marvel vs. Capcom series, so we're gonna do... I have a list. I have 20. 10 and 10 from each side. We're gonna go through everybody. Very simple. Yes or no. Has this character appeared in a Marvel vs. Capcom game? Before we start... And when I say... Yes. I just wanna double check... Who's keeping score of this right now? Usually, John keeps score of the lightning rounds. What's that, John? Yeah, uh, me. I'm gonna keep score. <laughs> okay. Oh, I can keep score if you want. Well, I got the <laughs> scorekeeper pulled up. I'm, I'm psyched. I'm ready to go. Oh, okay. And I'm being truthful. Yeah. Sweet. But yes. Yeah, as, as soon as I thought that, I was like, oh crap! I should write down who's winning points. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, I do want to clarify. When I say appears, I'm not talking about like in the character's ending movie or, like, stage, you have you mean, like, to, like, take control of them or they are very obviously on stage fighting with you, like an assist or that sort of thing. So I'm not like, well, you know, in yeah, this corner God. of this stage, <laughs> you can briefly glimpse a poster. Like, no, they're... Yeah. It's very obviously that the character is there. And I think every Capcom and Marvel character has turned up in somebody else's like ending movie in those games at some point, and it's just like, yeah, okay, fuck. This, uh, this could be anybody. Damn it. Mega Why Man is in Novacorp. Sure. Yeah, yeah who said, who said he isn't? Why did I spend all those hours watching all those ending movies of all those games? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's useless now. Never played the game, watched all the endings, and now I'm totally fucked. You know. <laughs> it's a thing. Anyway. <laughs> Alright, so, are we ready? Yes. Yes. Okay, I have the randomized list, and the randomized computer assistant has chosen David Wyland first. No. David. Groot. I'm gonna say no. That is incorrect. Uh, Shit. In the new game, a couple of Rocket Raccoon's moves and supers call in Groot, and he runs in and, like, punches the enemy. Fuck, I forgot Rocket's in the game. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. John I already Regan. fucked this up. <laughs> yes. From the X-Men franchise, The Beast. Yes. That is incorrect. Oh. He's not a fear. <laughs> How? Shit, really? Uh, um, John Harrington. Oh, hell, you get the easy one. <laughs> Dr. Doom. <laughs> hmm. Let me just think on that for a minute. I'm thinking... John, foot I dive, know what this is. Foot dive. <laughs> the, 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 foot dive. The, the, the <laughs> foot dive. Foot dive. Uh, you have no hope. Uh, yes, Dr. Doom is in the game. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. I gave myself a point as I was saying, fuck that. <laughs> David Wyland, War Machine. Yes. That is correct. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. John Regan, yes. Ant Man. 
No. That is incorrect. Um, he is rumored to be in the new game, but he is part of Hawkeye's moveset in Marvel Capcom 3. Damn. Pay attention, uh, John. John Harrington, Squirrel Girl. Mm, going with no. That is correct. All right. <laughs> Just she because. should be, though. She should be. She's awesome. Yeah, she She's be. bound to turn up. Uh, just hard counter to Doctor Doom, right? <laughs> hard counter to everybody. <laughs> David Wyland, Combo Man. Combo Man. Combo Man. I don't know who that is, so I'm gonna say yes. That is incorrect. He <laughs> <laughs> is not. Combo Man. It, look up Combo Man. He was Combo like Man's a character created as part of an advertising deal with Combos, the snack food, and he's like a guy oh, made up I of was like twenty different that, heroes. But I was like, there's combined. no way that would be a thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even talk oh, about God. this guy on the show before. <laughs> he's the greatest. His haircut looks so fucking dumb. He's got yeah. like half of he's just layers upon layers of other superheroes. He's so good. <laughs> Uh, it's, like, it's like the gangbang of superheroes. Jesus. John Regan. <laughs> Sabertooth. Uh, yes. That is correct. All right. John mm-hmm. Harrington. The Green Goblin. Ooh. You know? I'm going to go with no. That is correct. Okay. I was worried David that he was Wyland. an assist at some point. <laughs> Fin Fang Foom. Yes. That is incorrect. Shit. (laughs) Is that... I was thinking that was the weird... I forgot the name of the fucking... I I thought that was like the weird space alien dude. Yes. He he is a giant alien creature that looks like a Chinese dragon who has fought Iron Man. That sounds like a mistranslated Chinese menu item. (laughs) I was it I was thinking Doctor Strange villains because I know like that weird fucking like alien oh, dudes in it. Breath. Yeah, I was just like, that's the name of that guy. No, it's not. That's the yeah. fucking dragon shit. Yes. <laughs> so we are now switching to the Capcom side. Oh, sweet. John Regan, <sighs> Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Yes, that is correct. Woo. Well done, John. Objection. <laughs> John Harrington, Hayato Kanzaki from Star Gladiator. Uh... I'm going with yes. That is correct. <laughs> I didn't know he had a last name. <laughs> David Weiland, Blanca, from Street Fighter. Yes. That is incorrect. Damn, Fuck, son. that's Street Fighter. <laughs> it's a different game series from Capcom and Marvel. Blanca, yeah. surprisingly, has not appeared in Marvel vs. Capcom, which that's is real... weird because Marvel vs. Capcom 2 put, like, fucking everybody in there. That's a real fucking shame, man. That's like, weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was looking Street up Fighter list... is Capcom, right? Yeah. Okay. I was looking up a list of, like, okay, characters that haven't been. I was like, Blanca? Blanca? Where's Blanca? Seriously? I'm just picturing, like, a, an ending where Blanca's, like, trying to shock the hell out of the thing, and the thing is just like, oh, come on, man, let's just get out of here and get a beer. Like, you know, <laughs> you, you're not bothering me at all. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, John Regan, Mega Man X. Yes. That is As correct. As this thing. Uh, actually, oh! he's playable in the new game. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, John Harrington. Alex from Street Fighter. In a Marvel vs. Capcom game? 
No. That is correct. He was in Tatsunoko versus Captain. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Try to be Woo. tricky. Uh, David Wyland. I like it. Leon Kennedy <laughs> from Resident Evil. I'm gonna say yes. That is incorrect. God Fuck. I don't know this game at all. I'm terrible at fighter games. Has David gotten a single lightning round question right? I, I got it's one, yes. I think. One. <laughs> um, I forget who the fuck I said yes to. John Regan. Oh, this matched up perfectly. Uh, from Power Stone, Edward Falcon. Ah. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Wait, that no. That is correct. He has been in. Oh, okay. No, okay. yes, that was correct. <laughs> nice. Um, I'll take that point. <laughs> uh, why do you get both the easy ones? John Harrington, Chun Li from Street Fighter. Oh. <laughs> let me let me just think about that as I, <laughs> you know, jump in the air and do that rapid kick and <laughs> you know just lightly step on your head over and over and over again. I'm going with yes. That is correct. Top point she has appeared already. In, <laughs> she has appeared in every single game. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, David Wyland from Darkstalkers, Baby Bonnie Hood. Actually, yeah, I think so. That is correct. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck I know that. I just remember seeing like a Red Riding Hood looking chick, right? Baby right? Hood, man. She's yeah. great. <laughs> Why the fuck do I know that? Pulling out the Uzi from her picnic <laughs> yeah. basket. Fucking love you. Got a picnic basket full of guns, man. I love that. <laughs> Finally, John Regan, Proto Man. Yes. That is incorrect. Wait, no. Sorry, hold on. No, okay, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> listen, I'm not being a jerk. All I heard was John Regan, and then a pause because your <laughs> audio went out, and I said yes, as in I'm ready in here. <laughs> I never that's heard. I, I heard that too. That, that's to be what fair. I heard. Too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Fair enough. We can have a redo. Uh, let's, let's go through again. John Regan, Proto Man. Yes. Did you hear me say it again? <laughs> let, me, let me double check the audio. I'll say it again. John I, Regan, I, Proto Man. No, I, I know it's wrong, but I want to keep it fair because I wouldn't have gotten that. I know I wouldn't have gotten that. You know what I mean? Like, one reason I know it's wrong is because I heard you say incorrect, and that's cheating. I have no idea if Proto Man's in the game. I would have guessed yes. Like, it's... <sighs> let's, get a, let's get a nice, tidy take of that for the podcast version. <laughs> I like that we made him redo it, and he fucking still like threw it just to no, be nice. No, actually, you know what? Um, John, give him the point for honesty. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Can do. <laughs> oh, fantastic! So, is that the whole thing then, David? Yeah, that's that's the list. Fuck yeah, man! That's a good lightning round. I like that. You know. Yeah. Love Capcom crossovers. You know, I thought maybe one of the characters in question would be uh, the guy from Legendary Wings. When do they appear in Marvel vs. Capcom? Um, in the original game, it, you couldn't like call in your opponent to assist. They were just like a random list of just random characters who would jump yeah. in and assist. Like Colossus would just jump in and charge, and yes. like Arthur would throw a lance, and Michelle Hart jumps in, fires her gun, and then flies off. Perfect. Huh. Love it. That's pretty cool. Well, cool, man. Great lightning round. Great game. Um... So I guess it's uh, it's time to turn on that calculating computer there, Johnny. 
Uh, huh. Um, okay. That was weird. Uh, hang on. Let me see if I can fix this. Let's see here. Shit, David, are you alright, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Just fuck Akuma, man. <laughs> Feel like I just died 1,000 deaths? <laughs> oh. I, oh. I can say that I officially feel the pain of the Satsuino Hato. Yes. <laughs> you know, you'll feel the power of his fists. Um, fuck yeah, man. That, uh, that fucked up calculating computer means that it's time once again for August Absurdity. Yeah! Oh, man. It's been too long. <laughs> so, um, it's gonna get real. <laughs> dude, it's gonna get it's really gonna get real. absurd. Real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absurd is the word. Um, you know, fuck yeah, that means there's uh, there's no winners. Because, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. It's, it's August Absurdity. We're going in. We're going in relentlessly. Um, you know, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be a crazy fucking August competition. We're all coming after King David, sitting there, uh, sitting there on his August absurdity throne, you know, smug and, you know, knowing that he's got the best record on the show and, you know, just, you know, the owner of the bragging rights. It's, uh, it's up to us to, uh, to come at him and, uh, and take away that crown. So, uh, David, I hope you're ready because it's gonna be, uh... It's going to be an intense month. We got five Wednesdays in August. And, uh, yeah, man, it's going to be absurd. So, sweet. <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, uh, I'm really fucking pumped. I love, uh, I love it when we go head-to-head and act like we're actually competitive with each other. It's, it's been <laughs> a little bit too long since we've done that. So, yeah. you know. Love so those moments if, in the show if, when it seems like we care. Yes, exactly. Yeah, when we if actually. If David gets decrowned, are we are we both Surf David, or oh, how does that work? You know. No, I just I just become like princess. There. Oh, okay. There yeah, we actually, go. Oh. We get him Shit, a, that sounds nice, actually. A pretty Surf little Surf David is still kind of cool with me. Cause it sounds like maybe I'm like you know wiggy wham wham wassle, like I'm cool, but it's not like a peasant. I don't know. It's, it's, it's okay. a peasant, David. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, that's Surf David S E R S. Yep. Yeah. You sure yeah. it's not like S U R F? No, like, I can no, like, boogie pretty board pretty good. Sure. No, I can't yeah. really surf. I can boogie board though. No, don't care. No. You, can, um, you, you can surf, as in be a peasant. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't vote for King David though. Uh, that's the beauty of it. David doesn't get votes. He just won his way to the top, man. So, yeah, uh, yeah man. David's gonna, I don't know, strap also, up. Also, I think I was the only one with a prop crown. <laughs> yes, that helps. You know, if uh, if any of us had our own prop, <laughs> then we would have been declared I've, the winner of that tournament. Um, I've got a horse mask. Does that work? <laughs> no, man, that just really reaffirms your fucking, like, workman surf levelness of in all of this. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a peasant or I'm a horse, you know. You know, I could also be, I don't know, a cart. You know, uh, no. You know, you do not get to be the king with the horse mask on. Um, but anyway, yeah, fuck yeah. So August Absurdity is going to be uh, fucking crazy, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. So look forward to that next week. 
And uh, Johnny, are we doing question of the week this week? Our question of the week was, um, what was it? It was like, what was your favorite non-mainstream game or favorite like game that didn't get the recognition it needs? Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah I think something like that. I believe yeah. it was your favorite underrated game or series. All right. So let's see. From a uh, friend of the show slash our, one of our co-hosts, uh, at Sega underscore legend, a.k.a. Jesse on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, said Bushido Blade. Yeah, I love it when people give these uh, these answers with no elaboration. Like we all know that Jesse loves Bushido Blade, but it's like, yeah, you know, what's your favorite underrated game? Bushido Blade. Why? Not important. Yeah. <laughs> it's just great. I, no, I, I like I like to imagine that that's just his answer to everything. Like, what's your favorite underrated game? Bushido Blade. Why? Bushido Blade. How yeah. are you feeling today? Bushido Blade. Yeah. yeah. Do you want fries with that, sir? Bushido Blade. Yeah. As long as I'm in my house, I don't have to answer absurd questions like that. So yeah. Bushido Should blade. I call a doctor? Oh. Bushido Blade. <laughs> Jesse, I'm calling the doctor. I think he's having a stroke. I'm having a stroke. Turns out it's doctor. Doctor Bushido Blade. blade. <laughs> I stand corrected, Jesse. I got <laughs> called Doctor Bushido Blade. <laughs> Keep going, John. <laughs> All right, so uh, at Dire Honchko uh, said, The Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. Um, he spent 220 hours total in the game, didn't regret a second of it, and says that the OSTs are incredible too. Are you cool. familiar with this game? Um, I'm Googling now to see if I've uh, got any idea what it is. Japanese role playing game on the PSP. Looks like it's got some cool anime characters. Hmm. Uh, developed by Nihon Falcom. Nice. No, um, <laughs> you know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check out the soundtrack uh, and see how that is. I should have done that before the show, but I'll take uh, Dire Hunchko because he knows a lot about game music. I'm gonna assoundtrack. The guy has great taste in game music, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's a PSP oh, yeah. game developed by Nihon Falcom, which has been developing Japanese RPGs all the way back to the fucking Dragon Slayer series of the '80s. So nice. they know their way around oh. an RPG. <laughs> then let's see here, uh, friend of the show, Delicious at. Delicious underscore Hikari on Twitter, aka Dell, uh, says Shadow Heart slash Koldelka, Blood Will Tell, and Sigma Star Saga are my usual go to answers for this question. Cool. Sigma Star Saga was pretty awesome. Now let's see. Oh, at, yeah. hmm. at, it's a Game Boy Advance uh, game. I didn't know that. Yeah. At Rekka Coon, Rekka underscore Coon on Twitter, uh, cool. said. That pictured game, you tweeted a picture out with this question. I have no idea what game was in that picture. Um, so whatever that was. Oh. No, when I when I post the question, I just Googled underrated video games, and one of the first like image results was uh, artwork for The World Ends With You. And uh, okay, yeah, you know it's a kind of underrated oh, game yeah, for the uh, for the DS. Oh. So. This person was saying that picture game, comma, the world ends with you. I thought this was a list of games, like that picture game <laughs> and the world ends with you. They were that explaining picture what the game was. Okay. Uh, other, other, there are many others, like Rockin' Cats, spell the K, Robotrek, or Patapon. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, good friend of the show. Good friend of the show slash sometimes on the show, uh, Patrick Perkins on Facebook said. Uh, his favorite underrated game of all time is Robot Alchemic Drive. It's basically a game where you battle kaiju with giant robots. It plays out like an old school anime monster movie, bad voice acting, Ooh. silly plot, and all. Uh, Fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, the reason, <laughs> that sounds awesome. Apparently, uh, the reason the game didn't sell well is the main reason he loves it. Uh, it has notoriously difficult controls. 
Instead of controlling the robot directly, the default controls mimic using a remote controller to move the robot and its control uh, arsenal of weaponry. So it's similar to having to move the joysticks to move the legs or something, I guess. You know, something oh, like that. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking weird. I like it. Yeah. Apparently, Sounds... uh, the learning curve isn't that bad, and you can beat up giant monsters while blowing up buildings or trying not to destroy the city, because this apparently affects the story. Um, and it's an incredibly satisfying game. Hmm. Yeah, sounds pretty sounds rad. Fuck. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the game's initials. I, I just put that together. Right. I got it. I'm not laughing though. I Go get on. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I gave that is, to you first. John Regan yeah. on John Harrington. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> is that how that feels? <laughs> fucking John gets his little game no one else does, and he gets yeah. a good burn in. Like, this is a fucking unprecedented episode, guys. No wonder this nobody came to my like birthday we're party. We're heading into absurd territory. Yeah, exactly. We're starting the absurdity right now with you know John burning me. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, fuck yeah, man. Great question of the week. Uh, are we doing question of the week going into uh, going into August absurdity or? You know. Ooh, I don't know. Plus, also, uh, do we do any of us have answers to question? I forgot to ask all. Oh yeah, got one actually. Do we have underrated games and series that we like? Yeah, I've got one, and uh, it's a game that the music's kind of a little bit generic, so I'll never probably play out in the show, unfortunately. Mm. But uh, it's called uh, Draken the Ancient Gate. It's a PS2 uh, RPG game where uh, you play as um, this woman named Rin, and then she's got a pet dragon that's kind of like soul bonded to her. And like half the game is like on the ground fighting stuff. The other half of the game, you get on the dragon's back and do dragon dog fights with other dragons. Sweet. That's fucking sick. <laughs> Love that. And then the series just kind of never went anywhere. There's like, I think it was like the sequel to a game for like PC. It was like a PS2 game, and then just nothing happened with that series after that. Hmm. And that's a fucking shame. Love it, Johnny. What about you, man? Uh, probably one of my most favorite underrated games is Escape Velocity. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily underrated or obscure. You know what I mean? Like, because uh, I right. think it's highly rated. Just nobody knows about it. Yeah, nobody uh, fucking remembers it. <laughs> what's that? I said nobody remembers it now. <laughs> yeah, but Escape Velocity was uh, it was a Mac OS game. There's there's actually a trilogy of them. The third one was released for Windows, uh, so it is possible to still play it. But um, yeah, Escape Velocity was a, a game where it's a space game where you're you're you start off with this tiny little ship on earth and you go from system to system and planet to planet and you can like take on missions to ferry people around or you can try to buy and trade uh commodities from planet to planet or you can join up with the federation or the rebellion who is having a war right now or you can become a space pirate and just like rob everybody or you can try to become like a galactic galactic emperor and start taking over planets like it's really awesome and and a sounds great dope. game sounds awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's sweet we used yeah. to play the shit out of this back in middle school at least i know i did yeah we did yeah, yeah. i played it once <laughs> or twice i think i pretty much just let you play it <laughs> so, um the yeah. best was when um we could like cheat the game and get the alien mothership because yeah. it had like this tractor beam that would destroy nearly any ship pretty easily so we would just start conquering planets yeah i definitely became like conqueror of all the ga- all the star systems at one point like the whole map was like owned by you <laughs> yeah you remember way more of that game than i do um you know my answer i feel like might be kind of like your answer i don't think these games are technically underrated because i feel like they get a good reception whenever they come out but i feel like they're kind of 
uh, at, you know, after a short time, greeted with uh, some indifference from uh, Nintendo fans. But I actually really love the new Super Mario Brothers series. Like, everybody lately has been, like, wanting the new 3D Mario games and all this stuff. But, like, whenever the Wii U launched with new Super Mario Brothers U, I was really fucking pumped about it. Like, those games are really fun fucking platforming, you know, New Super Mario Bros. Wii was awesome, and you could play four players, and, you know, they're just, like, really tight, fantastic platforming, and I feel like people just, like, kind of take a dump on them because, you know, they want the next kind of evolution of Mario every time, and, you know, I'm sure they all sell well because they're Mario, and that's just what sells on Nintendo, but I feel like, you know, fans of... Nintendo and video games in general don't really give the new Super Mario Brothers series its due props, and uh, I do love those games. So, boom. David, and David, what about you? Um, I'm a little surprised at everybody's answers. I- I'm gonna say Legendary Wings. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's are. a really good game. It's not a flagship title. It's pretty underrated because most people have forgotten it. But I love the hell out of it. I kind of felt when we were answering this question, this was gonna go a lot differently. Well, yeah, we were, we're all just gonna repeat our games <laughs> from the show. Have you ever looked up Escape Velocity soundtrack? It's zero songs. I don't songs. remember it having a soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> so I could use it for the show. Sorry, I mean, John. <laughs> obviously, I'm a big fan of Legendary Wings, but kind of piggybacking off of John's point about, like, they're good games, they're highly rated, but, like, they don't really get the, like, flagship status. Um, the Kirby series... Yeah, is like an amazing series, and yet somehow it's always at that like B C level. Like, yeah, they're, they're always doing creative gets, like, and great stuff in those games, and they just never get like due props, man. <laughs> it's like Nintendo, oh Mario, Zelda, Metroid, and and, and Kirby. Yeah. Like, Kirby's Hi. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a new Kirby and Yoshi game. Yay! No, no, it's not. It's really fun. Okay, sure, but when's Metroid Prime Four? <laughs> like, no, no, this Kirby game's coming out like next year, and it's gonna be really fucking dope. Uh, oh, I didn't know this was dumb baby time here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, you know, can you make him a little more angry? You know, Americans like things that are angry. Can we give him some angry eyes? No, that's that's give still not like working a... for me. Hmm. Okay. You know what? Give him angry eyes, but then flip the smile so it looks like a frown. Yeah. There we go. That's yeah. what we did. Give him a just, scowl. You know. Just give him like a like a like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure style, just like chiseled chin. Ugh, I'm, Jesus. I'm just thinking you just turn Kirby into Poochie. <laughs> Can we put him in more of a hip hop context? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let's get Kirby rostified by about fifteen percent or so. Um <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Well, we need to have some zazz, you know? Great picks. Great question of the week. If we come up with one for uh, August Absurdity, we'll just fucking tweet it out or something. We'll get a, we'll get it on that way. But I don't feel like thinking of that right now. I think we need to take this bitch home. So yeah. um, thanks to everybody for watching along with us. Uh, you know, live on uh, twitch.tv slash game that tune, facebook.com slash game that tune, YouTube gaming, searching for game that tune. Um, you know, we, uh, we appreciate the viewers. We appreciate our listeners. Uh, be sure to check out gamethattune.com or subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you know, and yeah, follow all of us on Twitter 
at GTTPod. We're going to be taking a shitload of requests for August Absurdity, so hit us up uh, either on Twitter or shoot us an email at GameThatTune at gmail.com. Uh, and special thanks to our Patreon superfan tier producers, uh, Alex Messenger and Lance Revere. Thank you for your support, and uh, yeah, get all of uh, get all your requests in for August Absurdity. You know, it's uh, it's time to get absurd. So follow all of us on Twitter. Find me at jgangsta187. Follow John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr. Yep. Follow David Fleming on Twitter at dfd fleming. And follow David Wyland on Twitter at at nameless eight eight eight. Yep, so, you know, uh, David, get to work fixing the calculated computer for the tournament going forward, but since it wasn't able to uh, determine a winner tonight, I guess I'm just going to have to give it to me, because I got the, all the lightning round points. So we're going to hear uh, we're gonna hear my bonus tunes. <laughs> so, uh, yes! Yeah, I've let's never go been burn. more excited for someone else to win. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, man. Burning Rangers, peace out. <laughs>
Burning Rangers is copyright 1998 Sega Games Company Limited. Power Stone is copyright 1999 Capcom Company Limited. Steambot Chronicles is copyright 2005 Irem and Atlas Company Limited. Pit People is copyright 2017 The Behemoth. Legendary Wings is copyright 1986 Capcom Company Limited. Please no don't Googling. just Google. No Googling. <laughs> I mean, I might. Don't. <laughs> no, if you don't know, you don't know it. And, uh, Johnny, are we doing Question of the Week this week? Oh, you know, I hadn't thought about it since we don't have a winner to come up with the Question of the Week, so I don't know. What Should we do one? What do you want to do? I mean, are we reading the answers? You've ever played? No, are, we, are we reading the answers? Oh, the oh, duh. Uh, yes. Right. Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's see. So our Question <laughs> of the Week You're such is... a good producer, John. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to date, John has gotten 19 games correct that nobody else got. What? Yeah. What? Oh, man, give me some credit, guys. <laughs> 19 out of 360. Oh, no, it's the 19th fucking time this has happened. 